When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is the Steel Curtain Network's Day Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It's a little after nine. Now it's about 9.15. Uh, well, but not my fault this time because with me as always, except when he's not or when he's having technical difficulties, is my big brother, Rich. Rich, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We are good okay, to go technical now. Technical difficulties worked out, so... Let's all just take a minute and smell what the bros are cooking. Yeah, what the bros are cooking. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got lots to talk about tonight. And it's funny, I'm the one who has a whole new setup, but you know what? You I I, I actually I had to do a test run with Jeff Hartman earlier today to make sure I was good. So um so so we're good. Let's let's dive into this tonight. You know, we've been going through each position group. On the on the Pittsburgh Steelers, we talk about how they built this group last year. We talk about how they'll build it next year. Luckily, tonight we've got one that's not going to be one we have to talk about for a long time. So we can talk about the news because we've had plenty of news. We are in day two of the legal tampering period. It has been crazy. I have constantly been having to update the tracker article. It seems like I, I step away for five minutes and there's and everything goes crazy um, because there's just been news across the NFL just abundantly. But the question was, was there going to be any news for the Pittsburgh Steelers? And there is news with the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's some, there's some good news. There's some bad news. There's, there's a bunch of news. So yesterday we had the loss of Cam Sutton and the gain of Patrick Peterson, Rich, before we get into the stuff that happened today, what do you think about those things from yesterday? Um, I was sad when we lost Cam Sutton uh, yep. because I thought we lost him at a price that wasn't 
horrible. Yeah, I I agree with that. But I guess the Steelers had an idea what they were doing because next thing you know, there comes Patrick Peterson. And there it is. Better price. Yeah, and his salary cap hit for this year is $4.225 million. So what's interesting is that's that's only 225k above what the Steelers could save if they cut someone like an Akella Witherspoon, uh, something like that, where, where it was all, where it almost be a trade-off um, in that regard. And it was not nearly as expensive as sudden. Yes. Patrick Peterson's best days are behind it. I would, I have to admit that. Um, but that doesn't mean that he can't still play. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to finish out his career in Pittsburgh. Let's see what he can do um, in a secondary that's with, with Micah Fitzpatrick and, and see how it all works out. It might work out great. It might not. Let's. Just, I mean, the the Steelers must feel pretty good, pretty good about it in order to do it. So let's just see. Right. Are you are you pretty much in the same boat there? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was. Oh, let's see. Yesterday was the day of slight disappointment, followed by oh, okay. They got a. They they've got a plan. And what's funny is like two years ago is when people wanted to talk about all oh, Patrick Peterson to the Steelers. I'm like, I don't think they can afford him. And two years ago they couldn't, but now right. they can. So okay. uh, yeah, he's, he's a very cerebral player. Um, like uh, Frosty the Bear says his, his IQ helps him play faster, but uh, I had to go all the way back because we do have to give a, a quick shout out before we go on to day two. Steel Dog 88 says, what better show to enjoy on my birthday than the Scobro show? Happy birthday, Steel Dog 88. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And, hey, we're just talking Steelers. We're, that, that's that's bottom line. That's what it is. So that one is one that I'm like, you know, I don't want to get too excited because every year – while there's the potential to be a James Ferrier, you could also have you could also have the the Dante Moncrief. Oh, you okay. could you could have the, the the free agent that doesn't work out for that price. I'm okay with that. I really am. Let's. I mean, because the Steelers could really say, "Hey, we could get this guy for a couple years at the end of his career, where he can still really play and can still really help us." To me, this shouts more of Steelers drafting a cornerback high than anything else. This yes, to me, because because I was I was at the record, hey, you still got Levi Wallace. You might move on from Akella Witherspoon. If you sign Cam Sutton, you still draft a cornerback high. They don't have to step in and play right now, but they could but they have an opportunity to come in and play that could be really good. You take out Cam Sutton and you put in Patrick Patrick Peterson and that screams for that situation even more. So now do I feel that the Steelers have to go cornerback I think I think not even in just the first two days. I think in their first three picks, you're going to see something for sure. I mean, unless they make another crazy free, and it wouldn't be crazy, but if they unless they make another free agent signing, I think that's that's the case. So to to me, I still think that that leaves that opportunity there. See if the draft comes to them that way because not it doesn't even have to be at 17. If the right guy's there at 17, you know, a lot of a lot of people are saying you know Joey Porter Jr. is such a good fit. If he's not there at 17, then there are still other options that the Steelers have, if not at 17, at 32. So I think that's going to be one of the, like I said, one of those first three. Let's get on with more news because today we are the first live show uh, on YouTube since the moves today. So the Steelers, um, what, what, what they have done is they, 
should we talk about the departures or the or the additions first? I think the additions happen first. So let's talk about the additions. Sure. Two came out at the same time. Had to write the article for both of them because it was like right back to back. There it was. The Steelers made an outside sign um, when it comes to free agency at guard with Nate Herbig. He spent last year with the Jets. The three years before that, he was with the Eagles. He was an Andy Weidel guy, and then Weidel left, and they and they and they cut him. And then he followed another. When I say followed another person that was in the Eagles front office that had gone to the Jets signed him. So this is kind of kind of a guy that those that like him like him. Um, what he's known for is having the the. It was 2019. I'm pretty sure that he came out. Um, was eligible for the draft, wasn't drafted, had the slowest time at the Combine. But he's a guard out of Stanford. Um, he's known as Nasty Nate. Um, to me, if if, if Weidel loves him, that just is going to go to show what kind of regime the Steelers have in the front office right now as much as anything. So it's another one of those picks I'd like to get excited about. I think there'll be things to get excited about, but let, let's see. So he's a guard. He could play play lots of right guard, played some left guard. I think he's even played a little bit at center. Um, Rich, is this is this a Steelers depth piece, or is this a you know push for competition and hope hope he's good enough to start maybe at left guard? Um, both. Both. Okay. Yeah, both. I mean, it, it's there. He's there to push and see. With, you know, push push Dotson if he earns the spot, he earns the spot. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't think it's good. I like it because it's not where you assign someone for so much money that it's handed to them, something like that. Um, but we're still waiting for the exact financials um, for that deal. But the other signing that happened right at the same time, this is one that I really have no numbers with, other than it was reported it was two years. Steelers re-signed safety. Demonte KZ. You like that one? I like that one. Yeah, I love that one. I mean, I, I felt he was decently productive in the limited amount of time we got to see him last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, would still like to see Terrell Edmonds as well. We'll, well. we'll see if that happens. But, Rich, how would you feel if you were told that the Steelers uh, re-signed Larry Ogunjobi? You know, you know what I would say? I feel good. I feel so good at dancing. Sorry, that's that's my new sound clip. That's in honor of uh, of of Jeremy Betts. That's from his kids' favorite TV show, Bluey, which is actually my kids' favorite TV show as well. Um, busted that one out on the on the week that was with Brian Anthony Davis. So just had to introduce my new sound there. Uh, yeah, let's dance. The Steelers signed Larry Okajobi to a for a pretty hefty contract as well. Um, it was over. I, I think it's upward of twenty eight million for three years. Uh, because the way I the way I saw it is that I, I think there's a lot more in the first two years than in the third year. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd have to look at it again. I, I did not write I that article. I think it's close to twenty. It's somewhere in the twenty one range over the first two. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I, I'd have to bring it up, but I'm thinking it's like twenty one point four five was the number that stuck in my head. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably not remembering it right. But it's it's we'll have to see how much of that breaks down into signing bonus and and things of that nature. Um, so I'm really interested to, to to see that. But that's two 
retains. That's two where they re-signed the players from last year. And those were two that I wanted to see, um, two of the main four. But the one other thing that you also have to say is that the Steelers lost someone that some people thought was a given that the Steelers would re-sign him. Not that they necessarily wanted him to or not, but Robert Spillane signed with the with the Las Vegas Raiders. That leaves some really interesting question marks at inside linebacker because a lot of people thought that was kind of a given and thought he'd be back as maybe even hopefully a depth piece. Now they don't even have him uh, as a starter. Are you concerned at inside linebacker now with the departure of Spillane? Uh, yeah, concerned. Yeah, I mean, here we we, we got a super chat dollar ninety nine from, from from Blake. Is it? I keep wanting to say it's literal, but it's literal. I would I would I would assume. Rich, did I mess up the name? You're better at the names oh, than me. You know, you mess things up all the time. Of course, but Blake, thank you for a dollar ninety nine. The tip charge says setting up for MLB and strong safety, big draft needs. Now remember, this the the league year hasn't even started yet. This is just the tampering period. I have a feeling that 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 could even change by this time next week. Yes. Uh, so we'll have to see. But right now, I agree with you, Blake. Right now, as we're doing this show, that's what it's looking like. Uh, although uh, he told us. Literal. Is that all or Al? That's Al. That's going to be literal. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> let's worry more about the question. Um, so there is the rumor that the Steelers, you know, made a late push for Leighton Vander Esch, who then signed back with the, with the Cowboys. I mean, there's some names out there. Some of them are big names. Some of them are are just or, or some other ones. I know Shannon White had an article on the website today about an inside linebacker uh, that he'd like to see. Um, is it one of those things that, wow, it seems like the sky is falling now, but eventually we'll see that the Steelers had something up their sleeve anyway? Um, I don't necessarily want to say up their sleeve, but I am sure the Steelers went into this with plan A, B, C, D, and Q all, you know, yeah. Set up. It's out there, and they're like, okay, we'll figure it out and we'll get it taken care of in a way that works for us. Yeah. And I mean, Kyle Smith, he throws $5 at the tip jar. He says, fans will be playing inside linebacker for the Steelers next year. At this point, only names left seem to be expensive, like Wagner, Levante Davis. I think he means Levante David, is who that is. Yes. Um, but Yes, he, he corrected himself. Yeah, he did. I, I got you. I see it there, Kyle. But uh, honestly, that's not true. There's 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 other inside linebackers out there. They aren't the highest profile. But the biggest thing that the Steelers need more than anything is fit. Is fit. Because if if it's not the right guy, then it's going to kind of, kind of be difficult uh, to do that. I'm trying to see – if I can get, um, if I can look at who's available at inside linebacker, I'm I'm trying to see here um, for for 2023, and uh, that I have. I see, no, that's interior defensive line. Hold on, there we go. Here's some linebackers, um, and and the thing is, it's 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 tough based, and and this is a buy over the cap, so I don't know. They might have plenty of, uh, these might have already been signed, so I'm not even going to look at this list, because I can tell you right now what number of these guys are already gone. Um, 
who knows, maybe one of the best ones left this is one, this one keeps coming is, up is Devin Bush. Chat. So uh hold on, I, I can't see it because I'm looking at the Drew, other thing. Drew Tranquil keeps yes, coming up that's, in the uh, that's the, the who chat. Shannon wrote his article about. So I knew yes. he was one of them for sure that was out there. But uh but but yeah, Levante David's up there. Um See, like some of these names, I'm like, I remember seeing these names, like Eric Kendricks. I thought he was off the board, but they don't have him off the board yet. Um, Devin Bush, like I said, is towards is, is is towards the top of that. So there's some options out there. Like they still have Spillane on the board, so I know that none of those are right. So it's not even really worth our time to to look at these. But it's really tough because places like Over the Cap are looking for players that are under contract, so they can put their contracts in there. Who the Steelers will? I mean. I don't think he's a very good draft for inside linebackers. Maybe. I mean, especially if they have to, if they've reached at 17, I don't think that's a good spot to take an inside linebacker. There could maybe be one at 32, but it really depends on, on everything else. But a lot of teams have, have, this has been a very busy market this time. So we're 15 minutes in and we haven't got to wide receivers yet, but that's because this is some really good, crazy new moves. So what, let me ask you, what do you think will be the next thing we hear about for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, oh, goodness. I don't know. You're asking me something I don't even want to take a wild stab at. You don't even want to take a wild stab at? Come on, Rich. Take a stand. Take a shot. Don't give a damn answer. What's, what's, what's the next thing that I hear from the Pittsburgh Steelers? Are they going to sign someone outside? If so, not you don't have to give a name, but maybe a position. Or are they going to sign someone from their own team? Um, what do you I think? Mean, uh, well, the next thing I hear from the Steelers, I don't know. Maybe they come out and say they agree with Peyton Manick that Peyton chicken Manic. parm it tastes so good. You know, yeah. it's I, I don't know. You're um, giving Dave answers. Come on. You're oh, just Jewish. I'm, just, um, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm playing Jeff Hartman tonight. Hold on. Come on. No, just make a call. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I've got a better question for you. No. I, okay. You don't give me more. If you want me to answer the one you just asked, give me a second. I gave you time that I gave you answer. You're giving me terrible ones. So I was going on to the next one. Here. That was going to be my next one from Jack Bauer. By this time tomorrow night, do you think we hear something about Bud Dupree? Because he, he can't sign until 4 o'clock. No, I think it's this one. Oh, that's a good one from Blake signing Gentry. To me, I'd love to hear Terrell Edmonds, but I don't think that's going to happen or I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen yet. Yeah. Terrell Edmonds, if he comes back to the Steelers, because Brian do that one out there, yeah, it, it'll that'll play out closer to the way it did last year. He'll sit out there for um, a couple weeks here and yeah. see if there's anything that that comes up. Um, and my guess is there's probably already an offer to him on the Steelers from the Steelers, uh, but they've told him he can go shop if he wants. And he's shopping. Yeah. And hey, Nothing, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I'm not going to take the time to read all these, but those in the live chat that are interesting I'll, or anyone watching, I'll, I'll leave it up on the screen for a little bit. Wes did. Uh, thank you, Wes, for, for, for giving some, some good names at inside linebacker for those of you that there. I cannot confirm or deny these, but I'm trusting Wes because he he probably looked into it because I was trying to. And my goodness, you can't. Everything changes. I mean, from the start of the show to now, I wonder how many signings have been announced by Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport or any of those. But uh, 
Whew, I don't yeah. know because you're not because you're not out there to put them on the Slack channel. I, yeah, I there's nothing there. So. <laughs> I stopped putting some up on the Slack channel because I'm just like, there's too many of them. But thanks, Wes, uh, for, yeah. for getting those and, things. Out and there. those are probably right because you know Wes is good when it comes to homework. And I'm going to remind everybody of something. Just because the fans are not sold on Miles Jack does not mean that the Steelers are not. The Steelers loved Miles Jack, and they know how injured he was trying to play for the second half of the season. Just because the fans might not be big on him doesn't mean that the Steelers aren't. And there's still people like, you got to cut Jack to save my – they can't cut Jack if they don't sign another – Inside linebacker, and to me, right now, you'd almost have to sign two in order to cut Jack. I, yeah, I, the, I will tell the, you this: move, you're going to get a move from the Steelers because the move I, I was expecting. I think you have to save some cap here. Yeah, the move I was expecting yesterday, especially after you know I saw something else done, was you know I mean Jermaine Pat Pratt resigns to the Bengals for seven mil a year, and I'm thinking, my goodness, we we we're we're paying Jack. Eight mil for this year, mm-hmm. you know. Could we have pulled the trigger on that? Yeah, but he—the thing is, he might not have ever really been on the table. Correct. Yeah. That and that—that's what you don't know with yeah. all these. You think, oh, the Steelers could have. Well, yeah. could they? Would the person even talk to us? Yeah. Hey, and here I'm going to bring this up. This is this is a Facebook comment. This is from 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 Troy. From Troy, that <laughs> says, don't overlook Tay Crowder, who they signed last year. People do forget about that, that Tay Crowder That's is right. on the Steelers roster. He did not dress last year. They had him for like the last two games, I think it was. Uh, it was after Marcus Allen went on IR. They picked him up. He was a starter for the Giants for a, for a while. Was having a bad year last year. They cut him, put him on the practice squad. The Steelers poached him from there. Now, the thing that was interesting is that – there's kind of a dispute of whether or not he is on the Steelers roster. The Steelers have him on their roster, but the Steelers still have other players that are free agents on their roster. Uh, I don't think they'll change that till tomorrow. Over the cap has Tay Crowder on the roster and under contract. Spot Rack does not. So I'm assuming he is. I believe he is. I've been doing my salary cap articles as if he is. So and he's and it's it's not a big deal. It's a it's a minimum deal for someone with his his experience. So that's a good point that they do have someone else there. But I I don't think that shouts and screams confidence in Steelers Nation when you mention the name Tay Crowder when you have someone that they added to their roster and wasn't dressed for for either of the games he was with last year. That's why. Um, but that's still pretty interesting. So. Uh, I still think that there'll be another move with the Steelers with the salary cap because I don't know exactly what Oak and Joby is going to count, count this year. Uh, I had the Steelers at about 6.7, a little under 6.7 before the, the before the signings today. So they're going to have to, to do something just for now because they have to be cap compliant by 4 p.m. But it also doesn't mean that these new deals are signed right at 4 p.m. either. Uh, they've just agreed to them. So we'll see how that all plays out. Um, uh, it's funny because Tyler W. says we have to restructure Jack. It's not a restructure. He's only got one year left. So just, just so you know, the difference between a restructure is, is you, you give them a – you take their base salary, you give it to them all but the minimum or some set amount uh, at the minimum or above as a signing bonus, and it spreads the rest out over the rest of their contract. 
Jack only is, has one more year left. So for him, to me, it would be an extension. Um, they would have to add more years to his contract. I don't see the Steelers going back to using void years. They only did that in 2021 when they were in salary cap purgatory. Um, it's one of those things. Mark Malone still wants to say they do something about the Trubisky. Um, I keep offering to people on comments um, on the articles. I'm like, I would – how much would – I would take a wager on if the Steelers are going to cut Mitch Trubisky. I would take that wager. That, that they're not because just because Steelers fans don't think their salary's worth it with Trubisky and Jack um, doesn't mean that the Steelers don't just like Steelers fans talk about how, how Dan Moore jr. Isn't good enough at left tackle. The Steelers think that he is. That's the difference. So just because it's how, the way we feel doesn't mean that that's the way they feel. Right. So Oh, man, lots of stuff going on. Let, yep. You ready? Let's take a break and then Let's get to the break. wide receivers. But you've got to talk about free agency. This is like some of the most exciting time. That would be like having a podcast on a Saturday afternoon of the weekend of the draft and not talking about the draft. Um, because this is this really, to me, this, this shapes the Steelers roster for this year. The draft is going to drape, shape it more for some this year and more beyond. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back to talk about wide receivers. Uh, if you're with us here on YouTube and Facebook, uh, we'll be back in a couple seconds. If you're here in the audio, stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we have just spent the first half talking about free agency. We're about ready to dive into wide receivers, but I'm going to say something because I don't even know that Rich, I don't even know if Rich knows this. Rich. What? Next week. Next week. It it should be happening. It we should Not be. only are we, this, are we now broadcasting under the Steel Curtain Network, our audio should be going out under... Fans First Sports Network. It seems that SB Nation is getting things together for us to make the move, and that should happen at the end of the week. Now, for those of you listening in audio, that may mean we've got to figure out to know for sure exactly the the day it's going to be. We might have to hold off on publishing some shows during the few hours of the transition. I mean, when I say a few hours, it might be 12, Um, because... They don't want it showing up in the middle of stuff. So that could be, there could be a, trust me, you're not going to miss shows. You're not going to miss shows. We's, we're going to get them. There could be a small lull. Yes. And that's of the audio. 
It's not going to affect the, the the YouTube shows, the live shows, because those are in the evening. This should be something that happens during the day. It's it's kind of one of those things. As soon as SB Nation pro gets the process going, then we have to move this, move that, and say, boom, here are your shows. So, like, for the college teams, this kind of is rough because it's right in the middle of March Madness. It's good for baseball because it's before opening day. But we are making the move. So, whoo, there we go. And wide receiver. It's the last offensive position group that we have to go through, Rich. So let's look at last week, or last week, last year. <laughs> look at last week. I don't get, I'm trying to remember what we talked about last week. Um, last year, the Steelers. Yeah, I knew they were going to draft a wide receiver. And I said I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted two. And the reason for that was because they didn't draft one the year before. And they don't go two years without drafting wide receiver. But they drafted two. One of them didn't play because he was injured. I want to start with Calvin Austin III. Do you kind of feel like he's an extra draft pick that they've already made for this year? Um, well, I mean, it could come across that way since since he was never technically, quote on air quotes here, in the room. I mean, he was mm -hmm. in the room yeah. because he never suited up uh, due to being injured. It's like we've we, we've got an ex – it's like you're a little kid and, and, and you've got all these toys at Christmas and your mom tucked one away somewhere that you never actually got to, you know, bust out of the box and play with. Yeah. And then later on, suddenly it's like mom finds it and it's like, oh, hey, forgot you had this. Daggone, it's almost like Christmas all over again. Boom. Yeah, you know, you got a nice. Would it have been the best? Was it the newest and shiniest toy that you would have had at Christmas? No, but now that you have it, that you when it looks even better now. Because you know, it's 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 that whole, you know, you get the big. If when someone gives you your birthday present three weeks later, that's just something. It, it's but it's still especially as a kid, it's great because it's something new that you didn't that, that you didn't see was happening. That's a real good good way to to uh, to put that. That it's almost like you've got that that bonus player. But I am also really leery to say it in that way because I remember one Kevin Colbert saying that I, I, I'm going to mess up the year up, so I'm not going to say it in the second year after they drafted second-round draft pick Senquez Golson. And, this, and they're like, oh, it's like we have an extra second-round pick because we get him. And he was hurt again. So yeah. the, good, the, the good thing is about, about CA3 is, is we did see him in – We're talking about practice. Yeah, we saw him in practice. That uh, he practiced all the way up to that first preseason game. You saw him, didn't you? Yes. You were there. Yeah. He practiced. The, it was in the closed practice before the first preseason game that he got hurt. So uh, hopefully he can come back from that injury. Um, so to me, that's almost like, well, they're like, well, well, did the Steelers draft a wide receiver this year? Well, to, you could look at it that they drafted two last year, or you could say that they really drafted one last year and they already have one this year, like they drafted one. But so they, they built last year. They went, they drafted two in the draft and had one ready to and actually play this past year. They they had some low end signings that were supposed to be more for returners. I mean, you had the Miles Boykin that was more special teams. You had the Gunner O. You had the Steven Sims brought back who had been on the practice squad. 
it was really all about Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool with the rookie George Pickens. Is George Pickens the reason the Steelers traded Chase Claypool? Yes. I agree. Hold on. Hold yeah. Wholehearted. Because totally. the Steelers looked at it as saying, if we have to get all these balls to Deontay and, and Claypool, we don't have enough to go to George Pickens. And especially by this year coming up, that guy needs to have more balls thrown his way. Yeah. And, and if, the, if the Steelers weren't – happy with George Pickens, if he didn't overachieve in his rookie season, then they don't make that, that trade. And now knowing where that pick is, you're like, how in the world could they not make that trade? Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. The Steelers to be have that the 32 pick. Well, let's see. I think there were people in our, in the live chat on this show was when that was going on. Oh, you know, because it came out that we could have traded him. It was either the bears or the Packers were interested. People were like, should have traded to the Packers. The Bears are doing good. The Bears might win the division. And the Bears, and the Bears never won another game. <laughs> Chase Claypool yeah. personally had the worst record in the NFL last season. He went 2-15. and 15. That's the worst record of any player in the NFL okay. last year. <laughs> so, you know, um, so that worked out well for where the Steelers end up getting that pick for Chase Claypool. Um, ultimately we'll know if that was a good move or not based on what the Steelers do with that pick. So and it's and not saying it's not saying that they need to go have another wide receiver or anything like that. Um, but what did the Steelers do? Yeah. And it is crazy to think that at the time of that trade, people did honestly think that the bears were better than the Packers. Well, the Bears were playing well. The they first were, weeks, and the Packers were playing awful. Yeah, but I made the argument that Chase Claypool on the Packers would have made the Packers definitely better than the Bears. But <laughs> the Packers are better, better with the Bears for the second for the second half of the season, even with Chase Claypool and the Bears. So, yeah, that's that's kind of that's that's an interesting one. So you got to remember that the Steelers signed Deontay Johnson last offseason that uh, some people were were not happy that they signed him. He did not break the bank. He really did not break the, break the bank for the Steelers at wide receiver. Um, some people weren't happy. His production was right in line other than the touchdowns. He didn't have any touchdowns. That was a big one. But the big thing from last year with wide receiver is, my, my goodness, I mean – you, you, you got to talk about him. You got to talk about For Jorjito. Yeah, you got to talk about Jorjito. Jorjito Pickens. Um, oh, sorry. I, sorry. Pickens, I Pickens. Pickens, Pickens. Pickens, Pickens. Thank so you. I, I, if you, you wouldn't have played it, I'd have had to actually, you know, done my impersonation of that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, that's – that's. and what's great is they – that's their catchphrase when they score touchdowns. That wasn't just from one game. He made the same call multiple times. It was great. Anyway, um, just just fan, fantastic uh, commentating um, that the Steelers have with their with their Spanish broadcast. Love it. So, George Pickens. Do you still think the Steelers were even holding him back after the Claypool trade? I mean, notice they, it's not like they were going crazy with targets or anything like that. Do you think they were still being, you know, a little bit cautious of the rookie? 
he saw a slight increase in targets after Chase Claypool left. Not not tremendous, but slight. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think there is still was still some caution there, but I think the Steelers realized that in him they had the guy they were going to be comfortable with moving forward, and they were at a point where they felt they were probably going to be able to get the most they could for Claypool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't have to move Chase Claypool, but you know, they, they made him an offer they couldn't refuse. So that I, that that was pretty good. So that's how the Steelers built it last year. This year, if you're talking about signing a player, you are not talking about a Deontay Johnson signing. You would be signing a player such as you've got um, Miles Boykins, a free agent. Steven Sims is a restricted free agent. The Steelers could offer him a tender by 4 p.m. tomorrow, but I don't know if they really want to. It's like 2.6 something million, I think it is. I, I, I don't know that they that they want to do that for Sims. Um, I, that that's the only kind of real signing that I could see them making this year. So the question is, are they set at wide receiver? Do they need to do something in free agency and or the draft? They could. Okay, they could. The, now the question, do, but do you feel that they need to? Um. <laughs> Depending on what they decide to do with with their own free agents, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see if we went out and tried to get. I want to say an upgrade somewhere. You know, uh, right now, can you say that we have who the wide receiver three is on the team? Yeah, that's a good question. Because is it? I mean, do I feel that it's Gunnero? No, I'm still ready for 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 him to go. He he was brought in to be a kick returner and didn't return kicks. Yeah. Um, could it be Calvin Austin the third? It could. Could it be Anthony Miller who's coming back off an injury who was looked really good in, in training camp as well last year? It could. Could you go at it with, hey, you've got these two guys. Let's see how they both work out. And if they don't, let's see if we can find somebody at the end of the preseason that might you know, via trade or a release and sign, something like that, they could. I could see the Steelers going with this squad into 2022. I could, but I don't think they would, have to. Correct. I would. I also would like to see if they could get a good, a good quality person that is a, a you know, a, a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see that. Uh, you know, I really wouldn't mind seeing that as well. But again, do they have to? No, no. Um, I would be happy. Yeah, depending on who they would get, I would potentially be happy with it. One of my yeah. favorites became available recently, and oh, I've always been a huge fan of Adam Thielen. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling been, he's going to always been a fan of that guy. I I, I think he's going to command a little bit more than what the Steelers need to spend at that position. That's the thing. I don't mind them having a, bringing in a wide receiver in free agency if it's a if it's a low cost signing. And I'm not talking league minimum. It doesn't have to be league minimum. But I'm talking if you do the 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 the, the two years where only twenty five percent of it is you know. When I say 25, let's say 33% of it's really in the first year. Um, 
is one of those things. So, I mean, I, I know for a while uh, Jeff Hartman's said about Jarvis Landry. Jack in the live chat has said that too. Um, would I, would that be nice? Yeah. Do I think it's it's well, a good chance it'll happen? Not not really. I'm going to ask your opinion here. How would you feel if at the end of April, on a Thursday night, you hear them go to the podium and say, with the 17th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers draft wide receiver. Doesn't even matter what I say after that. How would you feel if you hit the Steelers with wide receiver with their first pick? I would not be happy. Yeah. As of right now, they'll yeah. give it a couple more weeks and maybe that wouldn't bother me so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right I know now, right now I'm seeing there's other things that would be better for us to draft there. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love this, <laughs> Sherry Richards. She's already booing. She's already booing. Um, yeah, because you know some people are like, oh, the Jordan Addison thing and all that, but then he didn't have the best combat. I I would love nothing more than to see Jordan Addison. You know, Kenny Pickett's gonna 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 fight for him, but I'd love to see nothing more to see him available in day two. If they chose to go that route, if they go in 17, I'm going to be like, well, they must really like something, but they would really have to fill out a lot of stuff in free agency. And I still think they're going to fill out stuff, but I still think like even a cornerback would be better right now. All right. Just, just curious here. Cause I'm just poking through some wide receivers that are out there mm-hmm. and I forget which, which show it was. I was listening to uh, that. They got onto this. Somebody was big on, Saying, "Hey, we should do. We could do this." What do you What do you think of a guy like Marvin Jones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, they, you know, the, the word on the street is you could get him for two years, uh, probably just under seven million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that per or total? Total. Okay. Two two years seven yeah. Close to your seven, seven million, million, you're probably talking about, you know, you're probably talking about two and a half million the first year, four and a half the second. Yes, probably. Um, I'd be fine if it was something I you know what? It could probably be just about any wide receiver that had middle of the road production last year at that amount for the Steelers. And I'd be like, oh, I'll take that. And and like I said, you, you've got guys out there. So so I'm just peeking on, through some of this right now. I see guys. You know, you got Adam Thielen, who's 32. Guy uh, Nelson Aguilar is 29. Yeah. Um, Marvin Jones is 33. Julio Jones 34. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got Jarvis Landry's 30. There are some guys out there that have some experience. They're not. They're not knock your socks off kind of guys at this point in their career, but they are solid wide receivers that would really just do a lot to, to, in my mind, shore up the room. Yeah. And that's what I'm really looking for. If the Steelers make a move here in free agency for somebody, just, just shore up the room with somebody with some experience some leadership. And I like some of those guys because some of those guys are guys that have no problem making some of those tough catches across the middle. 
you know, and that might be what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have no problem with them doing that, but at the same time, I would also understand if they don't, you know, because if the Steelers think that they really have something in a couple of the guys that they already have, they might be thinking, well, if we add somebody else, where's there going to be room for them? But you can't go into it. If you have some unproven ones, I mean, Anthony Miller was more proven in Chicago, hasn't really proven much with the Steelers. CA3, that's the definition of unproven. I mean, really, you should be happy if you get one of them more going well. Well, if you only have if you have one of them, you still need somebody that's like a more of a number four. So, if they do that in free agency, if they do exactly what you're saying, then I would like to take wide receiver completely off the board in the draft. But I don't know that the Steelers are like that anyway. So, they have options. I don't know that they're set at wide receiver. I wouldn't call them set, but I also don't know that the Steelers have it as a huge concern that they have to go out and do something right now with it. Does that, does that make sense? Uh, yes. Make t- total sense. Mm-hmm. Total sense. Yeah. So, so here's, so here's the question. I'm going to ask you the question. I, we didn't talk about this beforehand. I'm going to try to shape it. It's going to be a little bit different than our other ones because it's not, I mean, you know who the Steelers ones and two are. You could ask, uh, you know what? Let's no. Let's do it more like the other. Let's talk about WR three. The that's and and this I think is actually a, a much easier question. Okay. I don't even know that who the wide receiver three has to be, ha, be defined. That's why I was going to avoid this question. It's not like you could necessarily have one that has to be that definition. But if you wanted to put someone that you felt was the Steelers' best third option at wide receiver, because to me their other good option at receiver is Pat Fairmuth. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but we're talking strictly wide receiver. The Steelers' third best option, because because we're going to say, and we don't even have to say it's third best. You know, behind Deontay Johnson, because people might say Deontay Johnson is going to be the third best if they make the right move. Behind Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, the next guy, the next guy up, whether he even surpasses one of the guys that's there, where does he for twenty twenty three? Where does he come from? Is he on the roster, free agency, trade, or draft? You knew that was the question coming. Sure. I knew that was the question coming. Um, I, I've got two or three different ways I could answer this. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, answer it and make the argument for. I'm going to go ahead, though, and say that they do just what I was talking about, and they go get a veteran-type guy. Um, and he comes in on free agency, and that that's the guy. All right, that's at that, least, at okay least to start the season. That does not mean someone like CA3 mm-hmm. couldn't eventually yeah. come up and see more reps there. But at the beginning of the season, I see it as a free agent guy. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put it in the live chat because the question's out there. You all can answer. I'm going to say I'm going to go roster. I'm going to say that it's either going to be CA3 or Anthony Miller or someone else like that that's that's under contract with the Steelers now and that they're going that's going to step up and that's who's going to be the third guy. Now, that's just to me that's safe. That's in case they don't do anything in either of those other two things. But I'm not going to be upset otherwise. I I would love nothing more than Calvin Austin the 3rd to step up and be the man. 
But the thing that's great is if you were banking completely on CA3, you could be in trouble. But you kind of got a couple guys there that you could say, I really hope one of them sticks. We've yeah. got them flying in already. I've got to come back Good. and see um, where to go. I must have missed it. It jumped. All right. They, they came in so fast. I can't, okay, there's where we start. Okay. We've got Brian Mizwa. He's saying um, veteran is what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, Wes says free agency. Um, CD says draft. Um, Thomas Riley says free agency. Steelers Pittsburgh says roster. Afton Forward says free agency. Reginald River says free agency. Tyler W says roster. Steeler Chick 46 says roster. Um, Robert Lucky says in-house, which means roster. roster. Uh, Steel Dog 88, happy birthday again. Free agency. Gabriel Golden, roster. Jack Bauer. Uh, I, I almost want to make my wife's um, text tone go off on my phone because it's from 24. Sorry. Uh, he says roster. Uh, Sherry Richards says free agency. Uh, Christopher 11 says roster. Occam's Ox says roster. Harvey Stone says roster. Demetrios says roster. Um, whoa, I just jumped. Here we go. Blake Literal. I think I got it right. Uh, that, uh, he says a vet wide receiver. Okay. So he's going free agency. Yep. Yep. He said from outside. Yep. Um, Brian Brown says roster. Um, Jamie Morris says roster. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, see, Israelite says gave said that they're going to do two, but that, you don't count. That's that that can't be the third option. You know, it has to just be one. What the other one would be the fourth option. Okay. Um, uh, Ruben Stone says roster. Um, Dion Eaton says free agent. Sundar says free agent. Uh, what uh, Kyle Smith says free agent. Lifelong fan 07 says roster. M Marcus 39 says roster. Um, Brian Harrington says roster. <laughs> John McComb says roster. Jennifer says roster. Ooh, we're, getting a, we're getting the same ones all in a row, though, but not all of them are roster. Ruby no, Stone says roster. State of the Steelers, Daniel J. Uh, says roster. Um, Great 103 says roster. George OTJ says roster. Um, um, Rob Fitoff says free agent. He had someone in mind. Um, but, ooh, there might be more rolling in here. But there, so with so many people saying roster, their answer to the question seems to be that the Steelers could be set at wide receiver. I would like the Steelers to have multiple options for that third spot. Yeah. And I think right. that's what we're talking about. I'm okay if it's, you know, rather than just the, the, the guys that are on the roster, if they have someone else from free agency or the draft um, that they bring in. Like I said, if the Steelers go with it at 17, it's the only way I'm going to be happy with that is the draft fell in a crazy way that that made the most sense. Um, Jamie Carlo says roster. So, whoo. Rich, we had a lot of people answering. Okay, so some people yes, aren't worried about wide receiver, and that's why you haven't. You're when you when you look at all the free agency craziness going on, wide receiver is not one that that I think Steelers fans are like. Oh no, that guy's gone. Oh no, he's gone. They've been that way over inside linebacker. <laughs> if yeah. you follow Steelers Twitter or even the even on our own Slack channel, every time an inside linebacker is gone, it's like the sky is falling. 
Um, uh, so so um, Wes asked a question. I thought I might have hit this. He says, Sims or Miller both under contract. Miller, yes. Sims is no. He's a restricted free agent. And there has not – the Steelers have not – there's been no report on what they're doing with their restricted free agents, if they're giving the offer or not by four o'clock tomorrow. So uh, let's see, he's a restricted free agent. Who else was the other? There was other restricted free agents. Um, do you remember who they were, Rich? I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to remember. I've had um, so many names from all over the league. I know. I knew them before, but right now it's just. Uh, hold on. Hold on. This. Hold on, I, I I might have it for you. So, um, oh, well, Jeremy McNichols, who's running back that they brought in last year, they got injured in training camp. I don't know. It's JC Hassenauer and James Pierre. Those were the other ones. That that's who they were. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. JC Hassenauer, James James Pierre. Do you see them tendering any of them by tomorrow? No. I mean, out of any of them, I would say Sims would maybe make the most sense. I, I like Pierre, but I don't know that I that I like him for for those in, amounts. Um, it's funny. Great one. <laughs> Three says Dave. Actually, whenever anyone who's good is gone, the sky is falling. I've haven't been that much into Steelers Twitter. I've mainly I, I I've cut my list down to a very small list that I cover right now to actually get my news of things that are going on, which has been really nice because I also then don't get duped with the fake story. Have you heard many fake stories? I saw the one fake story. That yes. I and I actually reached out to him on Twitter and, and brought that to his attention. He's like, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. Um, that there was a Steelers beat reporter that, uh, that, had, that had, this, had that the Steelers had lost Jesse Davis. I don't think the Steelers were re-signing Jesse Davis anyway. But it was actually a joke that he went back to the Dolphins because the Dolphins – did not they said he was the worst offensive lineman to ever play the game of football uh, so that was I think that's why it was a joke uh, but some people fell for for some things like that um I don't that I can't get duped by by a fake Adam Schefter whenever my list only has the real Adam Schefter so I rely heavily on my Twitter list uh th this time of year because of all those things and uh who yeah CD says says Pierre's a possibility Last year, I wouldn't have thought that the Steelers would have um, tendered Marcus Allen and Robert Spillane. They did both of them, so maybe they maybe they do. But there hasn't been any report that the Steelers aren't tendering them either. So they're probably waiting to see what was going on. So, um, Rich, this was a lot of fun tonight. Um, I'm excited that uh, the the work is kicking in to to get uh, not just us but a lot of affiliates over to Fans First Sports Network. Hey, if you haven't already. We've got the Twitter account. We just started a Facebook page for Steel Curtain Network. You can go, you, you can go like that that page, um, but we haven't really done anything with it yet because, as you can see, I have a different location here, um, and and Jeff has also been really busy with getting everything else set up. But you can go to go to, and follow Fans First Sports Network. That's Fans First SN at Twitter, and then of course the Steel C Network, Steel Curtain Network, Steel C Network. That's um, our specific Twitter feed for our podcasts because this network is getting up and, and going and it would be nothing if it weren't for you all. So, whew, Rich, I'm excited. I, I think there's going to be more news when we talk to you next week. 
it'll there'll be a completely different landscape with the Pittsburgh Steelers, most likely. There'll be players that we thought could maybe come back that'll be gone. There'll be players that we thought maybe they could get that won't be. There'd be someone that we never would have imagined that'll be a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's right. no way one week ago I thought Patrick Peterson was going to be a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That yeah. was like completely off my radar. <laughs> yeah, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, did not see that one coming. So, uh, so Rich, what do you have here to close us out tonight? Hey, really what I have to close out tonight is, man, isn't it great to be through the lull of the end of the season at the Super Bowl and gotten up to free agency? Because yes. now we're back into things happening. Those couple weeks in there are really, really tough because it's, you know, five or six weeks of really just nothing. You know, like it is the most dead time of the NFL's year. That's why they try to make you read mock drafts. <laughs> and I hate mock drafts. Okay. So, um, but it, it's fun to be back into the, I mean, she was yesterday and today's just been a frenzy of things going on. And it's a lot of fun. It gets me excited again. It gets me starting to think. We, we're seeing, you know, guys in and guys out on the Steelers. And you're already, you know, the gears up are already turning, thinking, okay, what's this team going to look like? How are we going to be? What, what's, you know, and you start to see some pieces fall. And then you're like, okay, so this is what the front office maybe was thinking. You know, n now it's just going to be continuing through this free agent process, seeing how things shape up for the Steelers to start to be able to, to try to figure out, okay, what might they do in the draft? And to me, this is fun. So really the next six weeks, you know, right up into the draft are some really, really fun weeks for the NFL. So stick with us here on the Steel Curtain Network because we're going to be covering it all. Uh, all the shows are going to be talking about all this stuff and you know, we'll be coming back at you next week. Dave, you, you get to do it from home next week, right? Yeah. Yep. Yay. Well, no, no, that's not yay. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'll be, at least I'll be in a comfortable same, chair. <laughs> I'll be sitting here, same spot in my basement next week. Can't wait. Can't wait!